Alex is stuck in the comparison trap. He compares himself to everybody who's doing more, becoming more, making more money, is more healthy, is more everything. And he finds himself miserable trying to close the gap between where he is and where he thinks he should be. Today we explore how do we find satisfaction and fulfillment in the journey of life, especially for those people who are dedicated to improvement and progress and growth. Join us now as we dive into a conversation that Alex and I are having about how to deal with what Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy describe as the gap in the game. How do we employ strategies and techniques to maximize our quality of life, increase our sense of satisfaction and fulfillment, and still make an impact by our lives? The quality of our lives depends on the quality of our relationships. But what is it that determines the strength or quality of our relationships? For over 20 years, I've been working in the trenches of relationship recovery and greatness. I empower people to take charge of their relationships and single-handedly bring about desired outcomes. This show cuts through the fluffy stuff and gets to the nitty-gritty of what makes a relationship work. I'm going to teach you practical tools and principles to transform the important relationships in your life and bring about greater satisfaction and fulfillment. Get ready to transform your life through the power of relationship skills. It's time for The Emil Show. Well, welcome to The Emil Show. Today I've got Alex. He's got a question for me. Awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got a few. Let me think of something that's been really big and that that I think we both struggle with and then it affects our relationship is comparison. And comparison is, is just, it's huge for us right now. And so I don't, I, yeah, I don't know if it's super relevant, but for us, uh, it is, you know, and it's, it's myself comparing to others saying, I'm not good enough. I don't, I don't make enough. I don't drive this car. I don't, I'm not this far off in my career, you know, so on. And then hers is, you know, I don't look like this person or I'm not, I'm not doing the things that these other people are doing. And then, we get together and then it's all these couples have done more than us or are happier or, you know, whatever. And you can go down that rabbit hole of all those things. Sure. Then it, it leads to more stress, you know, uh, frustration. It's degrading, you know, it makes you feel not great. And the hard thing too is that we'll sit through and talk through it at times and say, well, that doesn't matter. We're happy where we're at and where we're going. So anyways, I think comparison is huge and I, I think there's a lot of it today. I think we compare and with, I'm not on social media, but you know, I think that's a huge influence people. And so I think that's something that I'd love to kind of get your thought on of how you mentally, not only individually, but also as a couple work on that whole world of comparison and right. especially for someone who's improvement progress and growth is a strong strong value and that's a that's a really important thing there's a book benjamin hardy the gap and the gain okay the gap and the gain and so the gap is the perspective that you're looking toward what you don't have yet what you want to experience so that's called the gap and so we're motivated to experience the satisfaction, fulfillment, lifestyle, whatever, when we close that gap. The gain is looking back at where I once was to where I am today. 
And so if we go, okay, that's my gain. When we have this projection of chasing something, right? We have the metaphor of the donkey trying to get that carrot, right? If the donkey is constantly chasing the carrot, and based on it, the metaphor, it never gets the carrot, never. So if it's chasing the carrot, it will starve to death. So it has to take some time to reap the gain from the planting of the garden he did in the spring to eat, right? So if we do not embrace the gain, we starve to death. Now we look at what's the quality of life if I just operate out of the gain. If it was 100% the gain, the fear is complacency. Like, this is terrible. But when we have a positive focus of what we've accomplished, based on Sean Anker's research, well, the, ha the happiness, what is it, the, the happiness advantage? Well, that's up to a 40% increase in productivity when we have that sense of satisfaction and positivity of what we're currently doing. So the only reason why we use the gap is to choose the direction. We don't stay myopically focused once we've set our sails. Now it's a matter of what am I going to do to enjoy the journey? And once I set sail, I don't sail directly to that point, right? Because if I'm in a sailboat, right, I actually have to tack back and forth. Well, that doesn't sound very efficient, Emil. You should have a straight line. Straight line means put a motor in that thing. Okay, but where am I going to put the gas? Get rid of food, Emil. You, need, you don't need to eat if you're going to hurry. You see what I'm saying? It's like, well, if I'm yeah. fueling, I, I'm not enjoying the process. And so I'm going from point A to point B, but there is no journey because there's no food. I have to put fuel. I'll never get to point B if I don't have tacking, if I'm not tacking back and forth with my sails. Otherwise, I'll starve to death with my, with my provisions. So the focus is training yourself because comparison is the gap. How often do you compare yourself to the people that you have superseded in the progress of your life? I would say zero. Yeah, you don't. Because you're like, what, what, that's not going to motivate me. The only person you should compare yourself to is the person you were yesterday. Because there's no helpful comparison to other people. We don't know what their context is. We don't know what their strengths and weaknesses are. So it makes no sense to compare yourself to anyone else. Now, I'm a victim of it myself, but I have to drink my own Kool-Aid. I have to remember that where I am right now is way further than I probably ever would have been. Like, this is pretty remarkable. And with you, is the same way. When you think about all you've accomplished and overcome in your life, you're in a pretty awesome place. And your trajectory is really nice. You keep going. You're going to do great things. And so the satisfaction in life is experience the greatest when we look at our gain. Because there is no satisfaction or fulfillment when we are focused on the gap. Because yeah. that's the carrot that we never eat. Yeah. So tell me this. Because that I think that's the biggest, well... What I'll say next, I think, is the biggest issue is I have a fear of, of complacency. And I think it, it, it for sure rubs off on my wife. And so the comparison, it motivates me, but it also can ruin me. Right. It and motivates so having you wonderfully that, well. Yeah, but it robs but you of satisfaction in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's exactly 
when should we look at the gap? The gap mm-hmm. should be a quarterly experience. Quarterly. Not every 15 minutes quarterly. It's every three months we should say, are, are we going the right way? That's every three months. You're not going to go off track if every three months you evaluate your goals, you look at the direction that you're going, and then what we do is we check, take a look at the gain. Hey, are we, are we making progress in our goals? Jordan Peterson says that our goals and our ambitions should be adequately low. He uses different language, but he says they need to be low. Low enough to make it within easy reach, because if they're too far of a stretch, then the process is too miserable. It's much easier to climb a ladder that has multiple rungs than two. So setting a goal that's adequately low is how we develop momentum in the direction. So for example, I had a goal. I'm, I do public speaking stuff and I go, you know what? I, if I put some effort and energy into it, I should be doing more because I haven't done any effort to it. So I thought, hey, one a month, one training a month. Where did that number come from? I pulled it out of my wazoo. That wasn't based on data-driven things and how much time I have available to, to promote it. So without adjusting any of my workload, I throw on another goal. Emo, you want to do 12. You know what that means? Think about it. If I just did the numbers thing, let's say 1% of people that I contact will entertain it, even respond yeah. to me. And then 1% of those people that entertain it will actually follow through. Okay, so that means I have to have 1,200 contacts before 2023. Like, that's just ridiculous, Emil. Like, how about, Emil, you do five? And if you do more than five, great. And then next year, how about six? And how about next year, seven? Like, my livelihood does not depend on whether I get one more speaking gig. That's not, not going to make a difference. But I'm, I want to enjoy the process instead of grinding myself to powder along the way. Because if I'm grinding myself to powder along the way, I'm not talking to my wife. I'm not enjoying to do the things. I don't do the bike ride with my brothers because I got to finish my website and send out more emails and blah, blah, blah. It's like, so Emo, why are you doing this? So I can enjoy life more. Oh, how's that working for you, Emo? Uh, it's antithetical. It's paradoxical, and I'm hypocrite. Oh, there's your insight. So the goals that we have should be adequately low, not painfully high. And if we get that goal, guess what? Quarterly, we evaluate, hey, what's my next goal? That I'm going to do this in the next three months that's adequately low. Okay, now get some momentum. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. But Alex is probably thinking, well, Emil, I need to be perfect now so I can avoid the problems in the future. Yeah, that's frustrating. Got it. So the rule is you have to have discipline. And the discipline is follow the rule. No comparisons except to yourself based on what you've done in the past. Hey, I'm better than I was yesterday. And I'm going to have an adequately low goal for today. Not so high that I stretch myself and pull a muscle. That's not helpful. So. The rule, the discipline is, I will not compare myself to anyone. Anyone that's doing great, I hope they enjoy life. I'm going to compare myself to what I was yesterday and last year. And I'm going to focus on my wins, 
not yeah. my loses. If I focus on all my losses, then I'm negative focused, and now I have a 40% decrease in my productivity. So even mathematically, not a smart thing. But if I'm looking at yesterday, what are my wins from yesterday? What are my win big wins last week? What are my big wins last month? What are my wins last quarter? Yes. What are my wins last year? They're going to be different. My yeah. wins yesterday was, hey, I didn't eat any sugar and, and I was able to you know, get my workout in. And I finished my full day of work without you know, binging on energy drinks and sugar. Yeah. That's my win. But in three months, that's not going to be my win. It's going right. to be, you know what my big win is? I lost 10 pounds. I have greater energy. Right on. Mm. So what are my wins yesterday? What are my wins last week? What are my wins last month? What's my win last quarter? What's my win last year? If I'm focusing on those and writing those down really quick, you start to train yourself to focus on the gain, which maintains momentum because you start doing things not out of the inadequacy and trying to fill the gap. You're more productive because of the expression of your passion. So complacency mm. is not going to be in the equation. You'll be productive, but the motivation of the productivity is out of the passion for the life that you live and the value that you bring, not to somehow cover your inadequacy and your, the word it fails me, it's like, you're just not enough. Yeah. You have to compensate for not being worthy of life. You know what I mean? It, that, that's an empty yeah. way to live. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got to be disciplined. No right. thinking about comparing yourself to people who are better than you. Nope. Unless you want to do that quarterly. You can do that quarterly. That's all you get. So that's your discipline. Right. And then every day, you go through the evaluation process. Every day, once a week, you look at your week. Once a month, you look at your month. Once a quarter, you look at your quarter. Once a year, you look at your year. Yeah. That's how you roll. That's the discipline. You do that, it's impossible to get stuck in that comparison trap. Even though you've trained yourself for years to be good at it, you don't need to be good at that one because it's not very fulfilling. So the best way to change is to train doing the thing that you want different. Not stopping the bad behavior, but creating the behavior that you do want. Yeah. All right, what's your take home from that question? Love it. You know, I think I, I love. I think the gain is is huge. I'm so excited to. I want to look into the book. I think that yeah. that's huge for me. Is that perspective of where have I been? Where am I trying to go? And where am I at? Like rather than look how much I could go do, but look what I have done rather. And yeah, I think being able to develop that mentality would be really healthy. And so I think just. A focus on that focus on on the the day by day and then also i think making time one thing that i want to do from what you said is make time once a week or and maybe i'll do it more but as of right now the thought is make time once a week that i can sit down and say okay where, what have i done what have i accomplished like what are some things that's like okay awesome this is this is moving forward i'm happy i'm you know i've done these things and and i'm feeling accomplished so i think that's really good a question that kind of came to mind, or I guess not really a question, but something that I'm interested on kind of just your expounding on more 
one word that you mentioned that I really liked is momentum. And I think momentum, it sounds healthy. You know, it's not aggressive. It's not, I have, you know, I want to, I want to grow. I want to do all right. But I think momentum sounds like a healthy word. And so I think, and that can be applied to any and everything, right? Any, any issues that you're having in life, you can have positive momentum. So what would you say more on that note of momentum of, of tracking that in your mind and making sure that there is healthy momentum and then any other thoughts that you have, I guess, with momentum? I really appreciate that you asked that because I want to ask you, when you think about the gap in the gain that you just kind of heard, okay, and you think about focusing on the gain, what emotion do you feel? And compare that to chasing the carrot. Yeah. So, you know, I feel I feel stressed. I kind of get anxious, you know, thinking about like all that there is or that I want to do, you know, versus the taking a step back and saying, no, I'm I'm doing well. It's It's more peace. It's more confidence, you know, like a, a, a stable confidence of, you know, I feel good. I feel I am moving forward. It's less aggressive, I think. It just feels healthier. So now what I want you to do is think, am I pushing a square wheel or a round wheel? How, which wheel can I get more momentum? Because you think about it, there's so much friction if the wheel isn't round. Because you're pushing something flat against the flat. And friction takes more energy to overcome. When you feel that positive, what you call peace and confidence, what a beautiful combination, you know? Because normally you think peace would be complacency. But you naturally put peace and confidence, confidence to do, to make things happen. And therein lies the secret of the momentum. When you are feeling great. It's easy to stay in that zone. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. So now instead of you going, man, I got to, I got to accomplish these goals by the end of the year and then drudgingly push the square wheel all day long, every day, trying to get momentum guys, trying to get momentum. It's hell. And then you get exhausted. And then when you're exhausted, you don't try so hard. And then you give yourself a guilt trip because you're sliding down the ladder, so to speak, of progress. And then you tell yourself you have to speed up to catch up to this goal that you pulled out of your wazoo. Yeah. That was supposed to make life better. (laughs) Oh, the irony. So when you think about the momentum, the momentum happens naturally and organically when we follow the process of the discipline. And so that way we just keep on going. And we can't wait. Like we wake up in the morning. We got things we want to do. We want to do, not got to do. We want to do. Well, there's a total different emotional experience when you think about what you want to accomplish versus what you got to accomplish. Anxiety, stress, got to do. Excitement, passion, want to do. Which which place do you want to live? The got to or want to, right? That's easy. So great question. We're able to tie it all together with the momentum question. Good. Well, Love I hope it. that helps. Does that help you? Very. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super okay. helpful. I love it. Good. It, yeah. Was this, was this worth, worth your lunch break? I'm ready to go conquer the world. Yeah, baby. Okay, good. <laughs> well, keep those questions coming. If you got another one, let me know. We'll do this again, okay? I'd love to. Thanks so much, man. This was great. Loved it. Thanks, bro. Okay, till we meet yeah. again. We'll try it again, okay? okay. Let okay. me know how things go. At least send me a text okay. and say, hey, this is what's going on. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to The Emil Show, where we talk about all things relational. If you want to learn more ways to increase your influence and garner more respect, pretty much have confidence in any situation of conflict, then get my new book, Confidence in Conflict. In that book, you'll learn why people get defensive in the first place and how to hijack the other person's defensiveness so they really can hear what you have to say when you have something to say. You'll learn how to disagree without being disagreeable. You'll learn how to deal with criticisms, blame, allegations, passive-aggressive statements, and a whole bunch more. You can get my book today by going to emilspeaks.com. That's E-M-I-L-S-P-E-A-K-S.com and get my book so you can get confidence in conflict.